Hey, what's going on, everyone? This podcast is no different from the other podcast episodes that we have done. The purpose of our podcast is to get people to become the best version of themselves. On this podcast, we will be asking a lot of uncomfortable questions. Now, we are all friends on this podcast before and after it's all said and done, but we do not hold hands on this platform. We don't argue or debate for the sake of being right. We focus on facts, data, and statistics to make better decisions to ultimately get the best results. Without further ado, let's get to it. Yeah, yeah, that, that glare off my, my bald head might mess up the image. <laughs> 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 yeah, I'm ready my peace questions out, man. All right. There we go. Let's get it. Let's get it. Yo, what's going on, man? This is the Truth Podcast. We are back in it with another interview. This is my boy Devontae, sure. man. He's gonna go ahead and knock it out. He's the last person to do their interview. My boy's in the hot sure. seat, man. So, like I told you guys, man, it's all love, but we all gotta get in this hot seat, and we're actually gonna try to make this at least a quarterly thing. All right. So let's go ahead. Sure. Let's just start off with the uh with the little the slow part. All right. So I'm gonna allow Devontae to go ahead and just basically give a quick little um little life story so you guys know exactly who he is, background, you know, pretty much where he comes from and whatnot. Okay. Uh so Devontae, uh should I get my last name? Wow. Yeah, if, if you want to, if you want to, you can. So Devontae Watley. Um Cleveland, Ohio, uh, by ways of South Carolina. I was raised most of my life here in Cleveland, Ohio, and I moved down to South Carolina uh, at the age of 15 when I started high school. And went to two high schools after that, and went to Fort, uh, Northwestern first, and then Fort Mill High after that. And Northwestern is where I met McCary. And uh, <laughs> 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 stayed, there for, stayed there for two years and then switched over to uh, Fort Mill High and junior, uh, was it as a junior in uh, 11th grade and uh, graduated and joined the Air Force. Joined the Air Force. Um, I joined the Air Force, did active duty two years. Um, it was so short lived that short of my term, um, was forced out the military but still got an honorable discharge, um, was, you know, distracted and wasn't doing what I was supposed to do and uh, putting other things, you know, making other things that, that my priority that, you know, wasn't my best interest, I should say. And um, ended up, you know, getting out early and getting married in the process. And, Got married, was stayed married for six years, got divorced. And the same year, actually the same week that I got married, I mean, that I got divorced, I rejoined the military and um, got into the Air Force Reserve. And in the Air Force Reserve now, since 2017, uh, I also work at the uh, VA hospital, been at the VA hospital since 2012. Um, other than that, um, that's my work history, my lively history. I, you know, I currently in a relationship, uh, in love. I'm very much in love with my girlfriend. Kind of, kind of just, uh, <laughs> don't know where to go from here with, you know, with my life. Um, it's, I'm, I'm an open book. It's best to just ask me questions because I, you know, don't want to, you know, bore anybody, but, you know, I kind of keep to myself. But if anybody asks me any questions, I'm not ashamed to ask them. Dope, dope, dope. All right, y'all. So that was just a really, really quick spill on who my boy Devontae was. Now we're going to take this hat off and put the other one on. All right. So this right here is officially the hot seat. All right, Devontae, here we go, man. Here we go. Buckle up, brother, because it's coming, dog. It's coming. <clears throat> Let's go. Let's go. I'm ready. All right. So how accountable are you for your actions? 100%. Okay. 100%. 
right. Are you the best version of you? Um, I'm, I could say I'm better than I have been than I was before. Um, I'm becoming better with time. Um, and I'm just, I'm looking up right now before I was just kind of stagnant and content where I was maybe, I mean, mainly because of, uh, depression I, I was just kind of just in a funk for a long time and it was just you know no no type of growth so right now I'm actually looking up to being a better version of myself all right so what are you doing physically to become the best version of yourself physically um eating a lot better um eating better uh exercising what type of exercise are you doing and how and how how much are you doing it per week? Uh, I go running um, every other day. Um, I do push-ups and sit-ups on the days that I don't go running. Um, occasionally go to the gym when I get a chance. You know, I just do my push-ups and sit-ups and dips, you know, because that's at home because I'm you know, constantly doing something. So that's pretty much it for the physical right. aspect. So... This is for advanced purposes. So what would be your ideal weight for the best version of you? Ideal weight? Um, I guess maybe between 175, 180 maybe. All right, so where are you currently? Right now, I'm probably about 200 maybe, 200 and, flat maybe. And how, how soon or how quick do you think you'll be able to achieve that ideal? ideal weight um if i stay consistent with this i could probably get there in the next four four to six months maybe okay cool so we're doing this quarterly thing so we'll do a little uh catch up or whatever just briefing everybody when we get to, to the next one so make sure you're keeping up with that each and every week or or, or whatever all right so next would be what are you doing mentally to become the best version of you? Mentally? Um, yeah, because I heard you say something about, you know, depression and all that other stuff What we all go through. Are you active, see, actively seeing like a therapist or, or anything? Well no. well, no. So depression came from uh, a very tough relationship. Um, I've been dealing with a lot of uh, issues with that mainly, you know, just growing pains that led to depression, you know, not having a, you know, losing my relationship with my mom, you know, because um, I was changing. I wasn't the same person that I wanted to be, you know, I um, was kind of wrapped up in this, um, this trapping of, you know, that this marriage was, and really didn't realize it was, you know, it was, it wasn't what I was supposed to be in until I was knee deep in there. You know what I'm saying? And I almost lost myself in that marriage. You know, it wasn't until I got out of it and I started finding myself that I was able to build myself, you know? So that was the depression, you know, being in an out-of-body experience where you can't really be yourself. You kind of faking the funk, you know what I'm saying, to make it day by day. But really, having to face reality, this is not me and this is not where I want to be, you know? I, I so, hear you. Are you actively going to a therapist, actively, like, seeking a therapist, or do you have any plans no. on trying to go see a therapist? No. All right, I will encourage you, brother. Go check out, look it up, you know, see how much it is for those, whatever, those sessions or whatever. Check that out. So the next mentally, well, we talked we talk about physical, mental, emotional. Okay, so emotional. Are you the best version of yourself emotionally? Yes. All right, and why do you think that? Um... Because I have this kind of mentality, it is what it is, you know. I kind of have that that thought of show me, you know, show me, and you know, that show and tell kind of mentality. Whereas, 
if you show me one thing, okay, I'm going to believe you the first time you show it to me. Now, if you happen to show me something different, okay, I'm going to just wait it out to see if I see any difference from the last time you showed me something. You know, I just don't let anything bother me. You know, if it's, if it's, if this is what it is, then I just, this is what it is. You know, I don't get too deep into my feelings. You know, I kind of just let things just flow. Let me ask you a and, question. Uh, oh, I'll oh, go ahead. Go ahead. Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. All right. So let me ask, let me ask you this. So, do you think, based on you know the the traumas and all the other stuff, you don't think that that has had like any ties or any effect on how you go about living your everyday life and going from one relation to the to the next? You don't think that has affected you in any type of way? Mm, it affected me definitely. Um, I would say in a positive way because in every situation I took the I took the um that education from each experience that I you know that I, I dealt with and just really just took that and be like okay this, this is not where the, uh, um basically every situation I was in it was always a learning experience. So I took that learning experience and put it to my next thing. Okay, this is what to look for and this is what to avoid in my next situation. So, you know, just kind of just paying attention to everything because I felt like I was so naive, you know, in my past relationships that now I'm able to pay more attention to me and pay attention to the person that I'm in the relationship with. I feel that that's why the relationship failed. And that's why I ended up in those, not, not, not necessarily why the relationship failed, but why the relationship happened. You know, I was with the wrong person and, you know, just focusing on me, you know, am I happy with who I'm with? Is this the person I need? Is this, is, is this the right situation? Is this, this is where I need to be? You know, I kind of was just, I kind of was just like, just taking what, what was given. You know, this is, all right, I'm with this person. It's just, I don't know if it's going to be for the long ride or it's going to be for the short ride, but I'm just going to live and see. And, and with that, you know, that time, I was able to see that that wasn't what it was. And it was a lot of, a lot of life lessons that, you know, I've, I've experienced with each situation. All right. All right. Uh, do you have any children? Do I have any children? No. Do you want to have any children? Yes. How many? Um, I say no more than four. So anywhere between two to four kids. All right. So do you want your wife to like what do you want her to pay 50% of the bills, 51% of the bills, or or what? Um me personally, I want to eliminate all the bills. My goal is to buy a house, you know, be like a fixer-upper, buy the house. That way we don't pay a mortgage. And um, the bills that we do have, I take my money and I take care of everything. And the money that she has, it'll be for savings. But you want you want to pay all of the bills? Right. And then she her, the money that she makes, it'll be for savings. Okay, so where do you plan on uh, living with your family? Or do you, where do you want to stay? Um, city and state-wise, I have not made up that decision. We got to figure, figure that out, brother. We got to figure that out, man. It's, I'm, I'm still in research, man. I'm still trying to figure out where's home, you know? Still trying to, you know, figure that out. Right now, I'm just living in an apartment until I figure that out because I don't want to just invest in something that I don't want to be in long term you know i want to just be like this is where i need to be and this is where i need to plant my seeds you know all right so we'll, we'll just go ahead and based on uh where you are now let's just say for instance uh a guy that gets married and right. you two have settled down and y'all don't have four kids how much does a man need to make per year to provide for a family of five well, a family of five, uh, well, 
actually be six, I guess, because it'd be me. You, yeah. As well as uh, right. So, um, me personally, I think well over a hundred thousand dollars. Absolutely. To be comfortable. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, well, a hundred thousand dollars to be comfortable. Not sure exactly uh, where Cleveland is, but I'm going to say closer to $200,000. Right. Well, Cleveland to- is, the, the cost of living here is pretty cheap. Like the land here is really, really cheap. So it's, it's fairly easy to buy a house here really cheap and, you know, live very comfortable. All right. So you still saying that you want to be responsible for pretty much all of the bills and stuff, right? Right. Are you in so a- like the house? So mainly the house, like the everything with dealing with the house. Both of our names can be on the house because if I leave today, okay, it'd be more, it'd be less stress on her. The house would be in her name too, so she can just be like, okay, well, I'm the co-owner of this house, and you know, it's my house too, and you know, it'd be, you know, less stress on her, but. I'll pay everything with the house and stuff like that. If she wants anything else, like, a, you know, a, another car or something like that, then, you know, that'll just be her thing. But everything, you know, the living quarters, um, I take care of that. My car, I'll make sure I pay for the maintenance, the gas for her car. She just got to just, you know, just pay, you know, just the bare minimum. Okay. So uh, real quick, um, do you want to be married? Yes. All right, should ask this first, but have you ever been married? Yes. And what happened with that marriage? Um, got divorced. <laughs> what do you oh. What do you mean? So the reason why I filed for divorce was because I couldn't trust my wife. You know, losing. I figured that out when I got out the service. We was, you know, we was married when I got out the service, and we um, she was able to find a job first before I was, and only income I was only provide was unemployment. It was hard for me to find, you know, to transition from the military to the civilian world with, you know, my accolades in the military. So it was easier for her to just go and pick up a, a good paying job. So the fact that I had income and, you know, she had income, we were able to find an apartment. But um, before I was able to, you know, to get the job that I have now, there was no type of encouragement. It was always uh, talk down. It was like, I felt like nothing with her. And she like, she made me feel like nothing the way she spoke to me. You know, I'm out here actually searching and doing little side, under, you know, paid under the table jobs and trying to make things work. But at the same time, she, it was no support. It wasn't no, all right, baby, we, we in this together. It felt like we were, you know, sleeping buddies, you know, felt okay, like so a roommate. But real quick, because you said you can't trust her, right? So I want to know, why do you say, why did you say that? Why do you say you can't trust her? Because when I was down, she wasn't with me. Like, she told me, she was like, I can do this without you. Like, I don't need you. You know, and it wasn't like, you know, we had an argument. She was just like, she just had, had this big head. Like, I, I I got this. I was able to get this job. You you ain't working. And, you know, just, you, didn't you know, see just talking down to me. So hmm? this, this was after y'all were married, right? Right. So you didn't see any signs of that before y'all got married? No, and wasn't allowed. In, I didn't really get that much time to do it because when we got married, it was everything was rushed. I was in the military, um, and I had her. She had came to visit me, you know, when I was still living in the dorms in the military. And the dorms rules are you cannot stay. You cannot have anybody stay with you. You know, it's just, if they're not in the military, they can't they can't stay in the, the dorm rooms with you. So her mom is in this church. This you know they have this. Um, I guess it's kind of a cultish cultish type thing where you don't date, you court, 
and you got to get married. And whoever you courting with, you got to get permission from the pastor. So you got, you know, you get your permission from the pastor and then you hurry up and you get married. So her mom is her. She grew up in this, in that, you know, this kind of church. So to be, you know, for lack of better terms, I was pussy whooped, mm -hmm. you know. So she laid it down real nice and proper and, you know, treated me like a king, you know, but the goal was to hurry up and get married. You know, her mom was in her ear like, you need to go ahead. Y'all need to stop shacking up. Y'all need to hurry up and get married. So I had that pressure on top of the military. Like, we don't told, we don't told you numerous times and we catch this girl in the dorms, we're going to court march you. So... I got caught for the last time and then I had to start, you know, hiding her in the, um, the hotels, hiding her in the hotels and my money was starting to deplete. It got so bad where I was getting late on my car note. So I'm like, <laughs> I love this girl and now I don't want to lose her. I had got it. So I had, I had got in trouble one last time and then they kicked her off a of base and she was like, I can go home. But at that point I was, so far deep into it, I'm, I, I wasn't thinking like, I need to let this go and go ahead and focus on my career. I was like, no, let, you know, I, I want to try to make it work, you know, cause this is my, my, my first taste of, you know, a loving and got married. I asked her to marry me. You know, my mom was trying to, you know, trying to warn me like, son, you need to focus on your career, you just, you, you just getting into the military. You need to just focus on your career. You know, I already on peep game. I talked to her and her mom, this ain't right. And me, I'm trying to prove my mom wrong. You know what I'm saying? That I'm a, I'm a man, you know, so I can that's, make my own decisions. That's what it was really about then. You were trying to prove your mom yes. wrong. That's the reason why. Right, trying to prove, right, trying to prove my mama wrong. And the fact that her mom was playing the magnificence of game. So she was, Stand with her mom, and, her, and when she came up there to Alaska, her mom said, you can't come back home, and she got rid of her, all her stuff in her room, and so I feel like, well, dang, you ain't got nowhere to go. This is my fault, so I'm like, well, shoot, we're going to have to make it work then because I felt like it was my fault that you up here, so I just was like, okay, well, shoot, let's, let's go ahead and get married, you know? We can't stay together up here unless we get married. And I'm, you know, I'm running out of money trying to, you know, house you and stuff. And I'm trying to prove to my mama that I'm a man because my mom was trying to, you know, I was sheltered growing up. So I wanted to finally prove to my mom and prove to myself that I can make my own decisions and fell into the trap. All right. So real, so real quick. <clears throat> yeah. Okay. So you say y'all were uh, as soon as you got out of the military and whatnot, and y'all start. When did you notice her first starting to show signs that she pretty much didn't have your back? When I got out? Well, shoot. When I was in the service, when I was in the service, um, when, I'm sorry, when I was still in, before we even got married, she would be like, your mom don't like you. I mean, my, your mom don't like me. You need, to sell, you need to talk to your mom like this. You need to say this. Basically, telling me to be disrespectful to my mom. So it's like, wait a minute. You being disrespectful to your mom, you trying to tell me i need to, this is how i talk to my mom and you know that's what i okay so so you had signs before you got married so why in the world did you still make that choice brother i was i was so like <laughs> dumb i was i wasn't thinking you know my first taste and i'm just trying to be a man be you know whatever i thought was a man was at the time and just just thought that if I if I do better, what you know, if I put in my best effort, that everything could work out fine, and it didn't. All right, so let me ask you a question: How long after after you seen those signs? How long did it take for you to leave leave that relationship? I stayed married six years. So you stayed for six years. Yep. All right, we're gonna switch it up a little bit, man. What type of woman do you want? Type of woman I want, um, positive energy, positive attitude, supportive, respectful, driven, um, 
has, she's very uh, visionary, um, practice great hygiene. Um, she's just a overall just good-spirited person, you know, goofy, silly, you know, the kind of per kind of woman that makes you feel like you're the richest man in the world, even if you only got two outlets in your pocket. All right, so you know? based on the women that you have chosen, where would you say, would, would you say that you have chosen that type of woman every time you have gotten in a relationship or even in your wife? No. No. So why is that? Why haven't you did that? In the past? In the past? Mm -hmm. Oh, in the past? No, I haven't. Um, I was settling. You know, you know, dating, I, I seen dating as being hard. And I, I was main, my main focus was just trying to get into a relationship and trying to, you know, get married. Because when I got divorced, I was in my late 20s. I was 20, when I got divorced, I was 20, I was going on 27 in uh, that year. And I was looking at the age my parents were when they started having kids and everybody in my family, when they started having kids. So I was like, wait a minute, I'm getting too old to just be out here just experimenting and just doing this and doing that. I need to hurry up and find a relationship, get married, start a family. Cause my mom had me at 19, my dad had me at 27. So I'm like, well, shoot, I'm about to be 27. Let me hurry up and try to find something real quick so, you know, I can meet that that the age, that timeline, you know? But I wasn't really focusing on what made me happy and what was right for me. I was just getting into relationships without thinking, you know? I was just like, okay, this person got... Um, this person seemed cool, you know. They, you know, I was looking at all the all the good things, but I wasn't paying attention, paying attention to the whole package. Right. You know what I mean? And it is just all right, fell so apart. How is your communication when it comes to women? Uh, before, um, horrible. I've gotten a lot better. Um, I'm able to communicate a lot better now because I have less fear in the reaction. So I heard you say something about uh, you and your mom, y'all uh, got into it. So right. that's what making me, made me ask this question about communication when it comes to women, someone that's been a part of your life pretty much your whole entire life. What was, right. what was the communication problem when it came to that? Afraid of the reaction. So how long did it take was, you to have that conversation with her? If y'all fell out? Um, we talked during the marriage. I apologize, but we we really didn't have that that deep conversation until after I got divorced. And she understood that, you know, I was just trying to find myself and trying to be grown, you know, so young. And I should have just, you know, took my time. You know, I just realized that I just made a mistake. So you say that you now 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 you have changed. What made you want to, what made you want to change or what made you change? Cause I after going through what I went through, I don't want to go through that again. So that that that, that uh what's that what's the whole saying when he only it only take you one time to touch the stove to realize that it's hot, you know, when the eye is on, it only took me one time. So I'm like, I don't want to go through that again. So burn myself once. I don't need to burn myself again. So moving moving forward, like uh let's just let's just ask this question. Uh when it comes to communicating uh to your significant other. Okay. How much communication is involved when when it's come when it comes down to making like a big decision, like purchasing a house, a car, moving, leaving from one city to the next? How much are you going to inform, you know, whoever your significant other is? How much am I going to inform her? Yeah. She's going to be part of the whole process. You know, whatever decision I make, I'm going to make sure, you know, she has her say-so in it too. Because I don't want to be the only one happy in a relationship. You know, so in a relationship, relationship it takes two thing. people. Mm -hmm. Right. 
we both got to be happy with the decision that's been made. So what if you want to stay in Cleveland, but she wants to move to Miami or something like that? Are you going, if it's 50-50, like how are y'all going to make this the choice? We're going to have to meet each other in the middle. Um, obviously, obviously, I won't stay in Cleveland, and obviously, she won't stay in Miami. So, we'll find another place that we both agree on. Okay. Hold on one second. Okay. All right, we back. All right. <clears throat> Do you consider yourself a high value man? A high value man. Um, hmm. Depends on the the definition of a high value man. What is uh, your definition of a high value man? So a high value man, if we're going by the book, you know, somebody that earns uh, $10,000 uh, per month, roughly $120,000 per year, they're making that money from three to five years. And of course, this is going to depend from state to state. Like uh, if you're in California, New York, something like that, the price will go up. You know, it might go, I, I'm not going to say it's going to go down depending on the city, but yeah, rough, roughly around $10,000 per year, three to five years. Uh, you got a network of men um, that are high, high value. They consider you as either a high value man or potential of being a high value man. And you're actually, you're bringing something to the group. So you have some way to contribute to that group. I would say potential. All right. So that will be them, them to decide. I'm asking, are you, a, do you, would you consider yourself a high value man? No, I don't, I don't make that kind of money. Okay. So do you consider yourself an alpha male? Yes. All right. Why do you consider yourself an alpha male? I have to consider myself an alpha male because I stand my own ground. Um, I speak up when I need to, you know, when I need to, when I need to speak. Um, and I'm not deterred by anybody else's decision. I'm, de I'm determined on about what I, what decision I make, you know? I lead my own path and, you know, and I stand by it. Right, real quick, would you consider yourself to have uh, more masculine traits or more feminine traits? Um, now I would say more masculine traits because I'm learning more masculine ways um, growing up um, with a single parent, I mean, single mother, I felt like I kind of had 50-50, you know, and I probably took on more feminine traits as far as, like, being more submissive and, you know, just not knowing how to stand up, you know, and speak out when I need to, you know, do that and just letting others take take control and being walked over. Not saying that, you know, femininity is that, but I just didn't know how to be a leader. You know, I think, you know, without, you know, with all I've been through and be practicing different things, I've, you know, I've, got, I've gotten better. That's respect, man. Much, much, much respect. I myself, you know, we, we talked about this as well, man, when it comes to, you know, uh, having those feminine traits and all that other stuff being raised by a single mother. So I can definitely relate when it comes to that. So as far as the, the high value male and the alpha male, we're actually going to break that down in a podcast. Um, probably I want I honestly want to do it this Friday. If we have time, man, based on the relationships, uh, what do you feel like you displayed? Was it anything less than being a husband? Do you know? Okay. Do you, so you felt like every relationship that you've been in, you've basically displayed, you know, the perfect version of a husband. 
or close to? Uh, I would say close to. Um, I feel like I had a lot of room for improvement. Um, I definitely, you know, uh, took care of home and, you know, did what I was supposed to do. But I damn sure I wasn't perfect. So communication skills, how was your communication skills in your relationship? Horrible. All right, so. Mainly because I, you know, only spoke and responded, like, spoken not, I mainly um, reacted instead of, I was more reactive than being proactive. You know, only communicated when I was tired of something happening instead of speaking on something before it reached ahead. You know what I mean? So I kind of just let things just happen, you know? All right, so the, we're going to say this. For, for you to display, you know, either close to or, the, or a perfect version of a husband, communication will be at the top of that list when it comes to, yes. you know, because technically we are the leaders. The male is the head of the house. So he has to make sure that he does a good job with letting the body or whoever behind him, letting him know everything. So communication is definitely key. Thanks. So other than that, do you feel like you display anything less than other than communication? Oh, everything else was, was great. It you, was rubbed just... a, you rubbed her feet when, 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 when you came. When oh, yeah. Came Oh yeah, the romantic side was on point. Romantic side was on point. Every everything, sex, you name it. I was, I I try to I try to be perfect in every way. It's just communication was not my strong point. I was always afraid of, you know, the reaction or how you say rocking the boat. You know, I always I always was just you know worried about the peace, you know what I'm saying? I ain't want to rattle anything because I was afraid that, you know, oh, I ain't want you to be mad at me about this or, you know what I'm saying? So I was always afraid to say how I felt mm -hmm. until it was time to, you know what I'm saying? It was really, really time to say how you felt in an argument, you know? So that was mainly my biggest regret, not knowing how to communicate better. All right, would you say that you uh, possess the qualities of a leader? In the past? In the past and now. Now? Yes. Before, from who I was with at the time, yeah, I, I was a leader. Um, I was definitely a leader. Just a leader who was very poor at communicating. All right, so were you pushing people around you at the time to be better than what they were actively every yes. day? Yes, yes. All right, yes. so let's think about it like this. So that would be pretty much everybody's in your immediate circle. Let's say for instance, you know, um, someone in your circle is overweight. Were you pushing them to walk or do something on a healthy tip, not just eating, but pushing them towards working out. Were you working out with them? Yes. And you're currently doing yes. that now? Yes. Okay. All right. So based on your relationships, they would say you were what type of person? What type of person, like? Have you never interviewed anybody that you you've been with, like after afterward? No. To see what they thought about you. They will all say that I was a really good person, and I was real good in pan. You know, I was I paid attention. I was very detailed and um very romantic. Just they would they would say I was really I was the perfect guy. It was just the communication part. That that's the only thing. That's a big part, brother. That is a huge yeah. part. Trust me, I learned the hard way. So 
every single last woman that you dated, you think that they would say you were basically damn near perfect in almost every aspect except for communicating. Yep. Do you plan on like doing an interview or even asking your current girlfriend, what does she think of you like as a person? Like, uh, you know, do you need work on, on anything? I ask my current girlfriend, but the past ones lead them in the past. I respect, I respect you're in a relationship, so I definitely wouldn't want to do anything to, you know, damage that or whatnot. But if those women, those women that you have dated, other than communication, you, you think that would be the only thing that they would were, they were basically tell you wouldn't be anything else? What about your current girlfriend? Mm. No. Just communication. Okay. On a scale from one to ten, what would you rate yourself? Far as what? Oh, uh, just faith. Fresh out the shower or whatnot, you know, no makeup, no, no. <laughs> No makeup. <laughs> <laughs> Hair done. We done. I got you. Uh, <laughs> fresh out the shower, man. I feel like you can't uh, use seven. You can't use seven. Can't use seven. Can't use seven. Yeah. Me fresh out the shower. Let me see. I'm gonna have to say I'm a hot, hot nine. I want you to take somebody that you would consider an eight or nine that's, you know, we all, we all guys here, but what, what guy would you consider basically damn near perfect in the music uh, actor or whatever? I think music and actor is probably like the, the most broad. I think everybody will know exactly what you're talking about. If you're thinking about an actor or, you know, a rapper or singer. Or his looks. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I was gonna say Morris Chestnut, man. Morris Chestnut. I'm pretty sure all the ladies listening to this would agree. If you, uh, I you, mean, I, <laughs> me personally, man. I just I don't even pay no attention, man. I just go based off what a lot of women say. It just how, but you know what I mean. But yeah. Like I've yeah. I've heard a lot of women say, yeah, they think Edge's album is fine. I've also heard some women be like, I mean, yeah, he cool, but I like Morris Chestnut, or I like Michael Ely, or I like, you know what I'm saying? You yeah. know, a lot of people, a lot of women had their own, you know, opinions. So, so when I we feel think like me about, personally, let's think about the majority. If you were to, and we're just putting putting this up in a room full of people that do not know you. And let's just say, for instance, those people are not rich and they're not famous. If somebody was mm. to put your picture, uh, let's just say, um, what's his name? Uh, Michael B. Jordan, uh, Ingrid mm. whatever that dude's name is, and then Morris Chestnut. If you were to rate those guys, if they were to rate those guys, let's say between eights, nines, and tens, right? Mm-hmm. Not we're not we're not using sevens. Where do you think you will fall in line when it comes to those guys? Uh, I would be right up under them. Like I'd be a nine, they'd be a ten, just because they got uh, the ass and the six pack. But I got. Are we just talking about just face? Yeah, we're not talking about. Yeah, we're not talking about body. Yeah, yeah, just just face, just face. Oh shoot, them. Shoot, I'm right on the same level with them. Okay, so. You think most people would say these two people are basically the same when it comes to looks? Yeah, if we just looking at face and not height and not abs. Okay, shoot, so yeah, I'm right there with them. All right, so overall, overall, overall body, what would you rate yourself on a scale from one to ten? And you can't use seven face body. If you were to go inside of a a modeling agency, when they when they choose the models, what they do is they have them go in there for women. You know, you go in there with the panties and the bras. Well, guys, you just go in there with just boxers, you know, nothing else on, no shoes, no socks, no nothing. You just walk in there. What do you think they would give you? Uh, I see. Me, I, I'm all right. Like, they probably give me eight. All right. Okay, so on a scale from one to ten, where would you say your money is? My money? Mm-hmm. Uh, on a scale of one to ten, 
from where I want it to be, I'm going to say my money right now is like at a five. Okay, now how hard are you grinding to get to where you want to be? Like if you, if you put, put that on the scale from one to 10, how hard do you think you're going currently like right now in the state that you are right now to get to where you need to be on a scale from one to 10? Mm, six. All right. I feel so, like I can, I feel like I, I, that's just me because I'm a perfectionist. I feel like I can always do better in that area, especially. So are so, you yeah. currently working towards doing that or do you have any plans on how, and how soon? How soon are we, are we, we pushing that thing from a six to a 10? Very soon. Very soon. We were to give it a date. Like when 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 are we gonna kick kick this thing up? Um, this week. Okay. Trying to make some business moves right now, so. Okay. All right. Then, oh. I'm gonna say I'm gonna say within I'm gonna just say within this month to to give me some wiggle room. All right. So just to let you know, it's the 27th of July. So. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. In a month. I'm sorry. In a month. In a month. In a month. In August. Yeah. Okay. All right, so real quick, how tall are you? With shoes or without shoes? Without shoes. On a good on a good day or a regular day? Because on a good day, I'm about six feet tall, you know. Yeah, on a, on a regular day. <laughs> on a regular day, I'm probably about five seven. All right. And how much do you weigh? Um, about two solid. All right. Two hundred solid. Okay, if you were to rate your sex on a scale from one to ten, what would you give? If I was to rate my sex on a one to ten, I would say um, between a nine and a ten. And why would you rate yourself that? Because I do my own. Re- I do research. I ask questions. I'm very tentative. Very all right, start start over from gotta cut that out. My uh, I actually didn't unplug my cord. Um, because I do research, I read uh books about sex. Um I ask que- I ask um the women that I'm with, you know, questions about what they like and how they like different things. So I try to do everything perfect, you know, and try to make make sure my soldiers stay marching, you know what I'm saying? So I I, I, I do exercises to make sure, <laughs> you know what I'm saying, <laughs> that I'm always ready to salute, you know what I mean? So, uh, yeah, I just really just research and find different positions on how to, you know, help a woman reach certain orgasms. Um, I ask women what's, her, what's their favorite position. Just make it more about us and not just about me. I don't just try to just get mine. I try to make sure they get theirs multiple times before I get mine. Okay. All right. So this is a real ser- serious question, man. I need for you to take this really, really serious. All right. Got it. I'm ready. Where do you see yourself next year? Next year, I was I see myself as a um, small business owner, entrepreneur. Um, I see myself um, with a very accelerated um, podcast career, um, already reaching um, sponsors. Um, The current job that I'm at at the VA, I plan on having a higher paying job in that. Um, But probably, I don't know, I probably, if if everything goes good with my entrepreneurship, I'll probably go part-time at the VA. That way I can say have you know have multiple streams of income. You know, I wanna let give my give my business some time to actually flourish and in order to do that, I would have to take time off of something, you know, something else. So yeah, just um send them up uh multiple streams of income, really. And right, possibly being uh engaged by that time. All right, so where do you plan on staying? How much money are you planning on making a year? Like, we want the whole spill. Uh, where I plan on staying, staying in a year? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it's probably right here in Cleveland. I'm not even sure where I want to live right now. 
I'm I'm comfortable right now. I don't I don't know if I want to, you know, call Cleveland my home, you know, and go ahead and buy a house yet. So probably just go ahead and renew my lease in an apartment. Well, not this apartment, but probably get a bigger apartment. Me and my girlfriend, because we're going to, you know, move in together and um, be engaged, um, making hmm, at least $20,000 to $30,000 more than what I'm making now. Okay. All right. And the next question is, how do you plan on getting there? Um, just grinding a lot more than I'm doing right now. So I'm getting a, I'm getting things started right now and doing my research to get my side, get my, my side business together. And, um, just, just, you know, just do what I got to do, you know, continue reaching out to people who I need to reach out to, to get the, the knowledge so I can, you know, get this thing rolling. And um, the podcast just come up with some dope ideas, dope topics, and just uh, just try to just do my part wherever I need to be, you know, wherever I need to do it. And, you know, just try to put my best foot forward in everything I do. Okay. Okay. All right, all right. Devontae, brother, you are officially out of the hot seat, man. This is an hour strong right now. So you can relax, man. We done got in it. We done, we done asked you all the important questions that we needed to ask you. And I just wanted to say this, man, we're going to try to do this thing quarterly. So at least four times per year, making sure we check it in like every three months, making sure that we are staying on point with whatever our goals is. Everybody has went ahead and set the bar for what they expect to achieve by next year. So we got to make sure that we're staying on each other when it comes to those things, man. This is the gotcha. blueprint that we done laid out and we just got to stick to it. It's as simple as that. Gotcha. Yeah, Devontae, I appreciate you, man. Thank you so much for taking time out of your busy day, man, to go ahead and knock this interview out, brother. No I doubt, no doubt, you, no doubt. No doubt, no doubt. Anytime. I got you. You got any shout outs or anything you want to say before we get up out of here? Shout out to my mama, my shout out to my parents, uh, shout out to my girlfriend Megan, um, just everybody that that's been showing support. Shout out to my boy LaCarrie, you know everybody on the pod, everybody on the podcast, and uh, yeah, that's about it, man. That's what's up, man. We appreciate you, bro. Keep rocking, keep grinding, man. We're gonna reach every single last goal that we done set, brother. I promise you that, man. For sure. All right, bro. Be easy, man. Be easy. Peace.